This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 520. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 520. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. Wherever you're listening from today, I hope you're cozy and warm. If you're listening in live time, I think the majority of our country, if you're in the US, is frozen. And so I hope you are cozy, you're warm. I hope you have your coziest slippers and a blanket wrapped around your waist, which is my cutest look for wearing around the house, and some sort of cozy robe on top of all of that. I'm really excited about this topic today. I'm going to be talking about how to restore hope, power, and connection a year into a pandemic. We are coming up on a full year in a global pandemic that we thought would last two weeks. Do you all remember in the middle of March last year when we thought this pandemic would last for two weeks and we thought if we shut everything down for two weeks, we'll be fine. At least this is how it was in Seattle. And remember, Seattle was the first place to have an outbreak of COVID. So for us, it was like if we shut everything down for two weeks, end of March, we'll be back to normal in six weeks max. And here we are. 
So you probably have a lot of pandemic fatigue. That's a real thing. You probably are feeling pretty exhausted and overwhelmed and tired of feeling exhausted and overwhelmed to the point that maybe you're in denial that you feel exhausted and overwhelmed. You've also probably found a lot of new ways to cope with normalcy or to cope with a new sense of normalcy that allow you to not recognize that what we're doing is not normal (laughs) and the way we're living is not normal. Because just for the sake of survival, that's probably what you've had to tell yourself, you've probably had to, you know, reckon with yourself that I'm going to find this new sense of normal in order to keep going because that's what survivors do. And we're in this phase of having to survive. We will get to a time when we're able to look back and we'll think, wow, how did I do that? How did I keep going? How did I keep showing up? That was so hard. I was so exhausted. I was depressed. I was anxious and I didn't even know it. I couldn't even see it because I was just in it. We're all in this together and all of us are feeling this in different ways and to varying degrees, but it is all very, very real. So what I want to talk about today is how to restore hope, power, and connection when you have been in this survival mode for so long. So I actually had the opportunity to give part of this talk last week at a virtual event at We Ignite, which is a really powerful event run by my friend Aaron Long. I gave it in online. So last year, I got to give this event in person. I was one of the keynote speakers. This year, I'm giving it online. My friend Laura Cathcart-Robbins is the opening keynote, and I'm speaking right after her. So I'm so excited about all of this. If you want me to show up and speak at your online event, let me know. I'm available. And I would love to come speak. You can hire me for all sorts of different things. I'm working with corporations right now and doing like training series. And I'm also doing online events and virtual events that used to be conferences and all sorts of fun things like that. So one of the things or the thing I talked with my the audience at We Ignite last week was around how to restore hope, power and connection. And I'm going to share that with you today because I think it's really important right now. So here's what we know about hope. We know that hope comes from a spark of belief. That spark might just be a tiny flicker. It's not a raging fire. (laughs) It might just be a tiny flicker that you could miss if you aren't paying attention. So where are you finding hope? Where are you seeking hope? Where are you conscientiously looking for hope? This is really significant. This is your opportunity to take radical responsibility for finding all of these things, hope, power, and connection in your life at this phase in your life in order to keep going. So I'm going to give you three different ways to actively, intentionally, conscientiously seek out hope. So first, I want you to find the cracks. For all of these, you get to choose. So the bottom line in all of this is that you get to choose. You get to choose when and how you go find hope, when and how you go find power, when and how you go find connection. You get to choose. You get to choose if you do it or you don't. You get to choose if you decide to stay stuck or if you decide to go find something to be hopeful about. You get to choose if you see the spark. You get to choose if you see the flicker. You get to choose in all of that. Also know this. One of my favorite quotes from 2020 is from Atomic Habits, a book by James Clear, an outstanding book. And he says, every action you take is a vote for who you are becoming. I want to be the person who is seeking out hope in dark times. That is the vote that I'm taking for myself. So with that said, where are you choosing to find the cracks in times of darkness? That's number one. That's how you, the first way that you go about finding and restoring hope is choosing to find cracks in times of darkness. So where are you choosing to find those cracks? Leonard Cohen, one of my all-time favorite quotes said, there is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. You get to choose whether you stay stuck in darkness or whether you go find the crack to find the light. So how are you going about finding the cracks to find the light? 
Are you deciding to get stuck in watching vicious news cycles that make you frustrated and angry and exhausted and emotionally drained? Or are you, like me, only paying attention to the news when Amanda Gorman is speaking? Because Amanda Gorman, let's be honest, she won the inauguration and then she went on to win the Super Bowl. (laughs) So that was me finding a crack. Another thing recently, I had a friend reach out to me. So you all know I did an interview. Maybe you don't know, but I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with my friend Ray. And Ray is our first non-binary guest. And I was so grateful to Ray for coming on the show. We had a really fantastic conversation. And someone reached out to me after that and said, hey, I would love to reach out to Ray. I'd love to invite them onto my show as well. We were kind of just talking through some of the logistics, but this friend said to me, I want to make sure I get their pronouns right. And so we had this conversation about how to use they, them, and their pronouns correctly so that she could go and have this conversation with a non-binary person in this context that she's not familiar with in a way that was compassionate and appropriate and respectful. And I was so lit up by that. And this was, again, finding a crack. I was like, this is so much light right now that... This friend of mine who lives in a conservative part of Texas, by the way, really wants to invest her energy in this way to have this conversation, to bring this conversation to light on her podcast, to bring this conversation to light in her community. I thought that was really, really powerful. That was a crack. That was a bright light. That is stuck with me. That's a big deal. Another crack is finding the magic in education right now. Vinny's teachers have been so outstanding during this entire pandemic. I am just consistently blown away by the way that they have shown up over and over and over. And so every time we have a hard day or Vinny has a hard day or the pandemic gets hard and whatever, I look at how these teachers are showing up and I see their enthusiasm and I see their ability to be clever and creative and nimble and so engaged and so loving and so thoughtful and considerate of their students. And I get so overcome by gratitude. That's seen a crack. I could be really disappointed in our school structure looking different than it's looked in the past, or I can be really grateful for what we have. Where are you choosing to find the cracks? The second way for you to find hope and restore hope is to look for the magic. So looking for the magic, it goes beyond the cracks because the cracks often show up for us and we see them and we honor the light. Looking for the magic is being in the middle of the hard thing and deciding to shift your perspective around it in order to be grateful for it. So what that means is that when you are finding yourself in those times where you're feeling like such an impatient mom because you have way too much time with your child and you stop and you say, just come sit on my lap and give me a hug and you end up having like a tickle fight (laughs) or you find yourself on a weekend day with nowhere to go again and nothing to do again and kids who are bored again And you're able to play some sort of rousing game of hide and seek, which might not be your favorite thing to play with your family, but your kids are laughing hysterically. And all of a sudden you're like, there's the magic, right? You're intentionally doing things that maybe aren't your favorite things, but you're making magic in those moments. You're finding yourself in the middle of the moments that suck and you're embracing the suck. You're embracing the suck in a way that allows you to make a memory of a hard moment and decide that it actually is a great memory. So last weekend we went up skiing and it was 
awful weather. <laughs> it was this mix of snow and rain that was relentless and went on the entire time from the moment we got out of the car until the moment we left and we left two hours earlier than normal. It was just dumping this wet, heavy snow on us. And immediately, like within 10 minutes, it had gone down the back of my jacket. And I was like, this is going to be awful. Like we're going to be so wet and gross by the end of the day. And the weather forecast was literally 100% rain and snow mix from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on the mountain that day. And I was like, this is not going to get better. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process and their countertop purifiers which is what we have take no installation or plumbing and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like pfas which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer endocrine system disruption and liver toxicity which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special unique and important in terms of how they are able to filter water they also have water purifiers to fit every type of home so like the installation free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options they even have wi-fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options so i'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, it's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for 
understood explains and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. So by the time we went to leave, Vinny was frozen, like everything was wet. Somehow he got water or snow, rain, mix, whatever, up his pants, down his pants, up his shirt, down his shirt. Like, I don't know how he did it. Same with me. I somehow like the backs of my legs were soaking wet, but not the front. I don't know. All sorts of things. Like we were just a disaster. But we got to the car and we were so cold and we were just like shaking and we couldn't get warm. And we were kind of snippy with each other for the first few minutes. And then I said, you know what? We're going to always remember the day that we left ski class early because it was so cold. And we always bring our lunches with us. So I was like, let's sit in the car, blast the heat. And we're going to sit here and we're going to eat lunch. And this memory is going to be that day where we got so soaking wet and we sat in the car and we ate lunch and we got hot chocolate on the way home. And we're going to make this memory rather than being cranky and annoyed and frustrated. We get to make this memory that we've never done this before. We've never left ski class early. And this is our third year of weekly lessons. But we're going to make this memory that we sat in the car and we ate our little thermoses of soup blasting the heat. The car was like so ridiculously steamed up from our wet bodies (laughs) and the cold air outside. And this is the magic that we're going to create. Instead of sitting here and complaining and whining that we're wet and it's gross and we have to leave early and it kind of felt like a wasted day to like drive all the way up there and then leave early, miss half a day of lessons. Instead, we're going to look for the magic. That was the magic. The third piece of finding hope and restoring hope is taking action. How will you take action? Because when you take action, you create hope. The action is the spark. There is hope in action. So where are you going to take action in order to create that spark? So when you are feeling hopeless, what is the action that you need to take? I know for me, when I get hopeless, I tend to isolate. So I know for me, I need to get out on my streets. I need to go for a walk. I need to see another cute dog walking down the street and laugh. I need to see a neighbor passing by. I need to go to Trader Joe's and have the overly friendly checkout person talk to me and ask me random questions about my day and my life. For me, my taking action is getting out into the world in some capacity. Obviously, that looks different now in many ways, but there's still a few ways we can do that than, you know, it used to look a lot differently. So where can you take action? Another thing when you're feeling hopeless or frustrated and you want to restore hope, how can you take action to be a part of something that is a good cause? So I will say there's been a lot of reasons to feel frustrated and angry and resentful and all sorts of things around the way certain people are showing up in the world right now, right? So many things to be angry about. How can you take action and as a result, vote for who you are becoming in a direction that impacts the world around you in a positive way? Because that action is the spark. So when you decide to show up to support your community, that action creates hope. When you decide to stand up and say something that might not be a popular opinion, but needs to be said, and you need to be, maybe you're supporting someone who would otherwise not be supported. Maybe you are showing up as an ally in some capacity. That action sparks hope. So how are you taking action in order to spark hope? Okay, that's radical responsibility, that action taking piece. So those three pieces right there, that's how we create and restore hope. Number one, we choose to find the cracks in times of darkness. Number two, we create the magic. And number three, we take action. Okay, next power. Where does power come from? So just like I said, with hope, hope comes from a spark of belief. 
power comes from an affirmation. So power can come from an affirmation that is internal or external. So let me explain what I mean by that. Power comes from a knowing, a confirmation that you are worthy, you are valuable, you can have an impact, that what you say matters. This can come from us internally. Hopefully some of this comes internally. Hopefully it's not just external, but power can also come externally from someone else validating that for you, right? So power comes from some sort of validation that what we're saying has impact and has truth behind it. So our three steps to restoring power are first, identify what you have endured in the past as evidence of what you are capable of right now. So this is an internal affirmation that gives you power. Looking back at where you have been and what you have accomplished and what does that mean about what you are capable of accomplishing in the future? Because the thing is, if you look back across your life, you will see that you have been powerful and capable and strong and resourceful and resilient in all sorts of different ways already. And that means that you can be powerful and strong and resourceful and capable and resilient in all sorts of ways moving forward. You have already proven that to yourself. So when you look back at what you've done in the past, that is the evidence that you need, the affirmation that you need for the power that you have moving forward. That sense of power that you have with that affirmation, that comes from self-trust. It's the looking inward and acknowledging and owning your gifts and then deciding that you will proceed in a way that showcases them. It is digging into the hard things that you have already endured and then seeing how this qualifies you for everything that lies ahead. It's reckoning with your vulnerabilities so that you can use them as superpowers instead of carrying them as heavy baggage. And it's knowing that when things are hard, you are strong because that's what you've previously shown. You've already proven that. When things are hard, there are no easy answers, but you are resourceful AF, right? When there is not a clear path, you whack down trees. So that's the internal affirmation, right? You look back to show where have you already proven your power? That means that you have that within you. And that means that you can use that moving forward. Number two, nourishment. So this is something that I'm borrowing from my friend Mia Hemstad. I love her work. And she talked about this when she was a guest on my podcast. And she said, you know, I don't really love the term self-care. I think it's used in ways that have, we're just like oblivious to it. And self-care is like synonymous with bubble baths. And she's like, no on the bubble baths. Like if you want to take the bubble baths, great, but there's so much more to self-care. So she's like, I don't talk about self-care. I talk about nourishment. So how are you nourishing yourselves? What does that look like? What are the specific steps you're taking to nourish yourself? I'm going to tell you two things that I started doing every morning. They're like the littlest things ever. And they have totally shifted how I feel power first thing in the morning when I'm in my pajamas, it's freezing cold, and I'm trying to take on another day in a pandemic. So the first thing is I make myself, so I will tell you, my therapist recommended this to me. She said, I want you to, when you drink your first cup of coffee in the morning, I want you to just sit for a while and just enjoy drinking that coffee. We talked about nourishment, just enjoy sitting there, being with your thoughts, letting your mind wander. And I was like, I have a puppy and a dog who go crazy every morning. It's not relaxing. Like I can't just sit and zone out. But what I can do is when I pour that cup of coffee and I take that first delicious sip, because you know that first sip is just like, it's everything. I can like block out the noise, right? I can stop the noise for just a moment, even though the dogs are jumping on me. I stand in my kitchen and I take these first two sips with my feet beneath me and I feel them underneath me and I tell myself, your feet are underneath you. Your feet are planted on the ground. 
you are grounded today and you have power in how this day moves forward because your feet are beneath you. There's been many days of this pandemic and many days of my life that I have not felt like I had my feet under me, that I have not felt grounded. So I remind myself every morning that is internal affirmation, right? Another thing I do, my therapist wanted me to start journaling. I was like, yeah, I don't do that. (laughs) So I said, I don't do that. It makes me cranky. I just get annoyed. It feels like homework. She said, okay, what about this? Could you take one word and write about it for two minutes? So that's what I do. And I love it. I'm amazed at what I can come up with in just two minutes. There's parts of this talk that I came up with in just two minutes. So I sit down for two minutes after I've had my two sips of coffee with my feet under me. And I type on my computer because I don't believe in writing for journaling because I find it to be physically uncomfortable. So I type in my little Word doc. I type one word and then I write on it for two minutes, which is about four to six sentences. And I'm always amazed with what comes out. And I get done with that writing And I'm like, dang, I spoke some truths this morning. I spoke some truths about that word. And that feels powerful. Those are ways of nourishing myself that remind me of my power. So maybe for you, it's taking an extra long shower and like locking the door so the kids can't come in and just letting your thoughts go. Maybe that's your way of finding power. Maybe it's taking an extra long walk. Maybe it's doing a hard workout. All of those things give you power. So how are you nourishing yourself? Maybe it's taking an actual lunch break and not working through lunch. There's so many ways that we can be nourishing ourselves that give us power. Because when we nourish ourselves, we are affirming our worth. And when we affirm our worth, we are reminded that we matter. Okay? And then our third way of restoring power, gaining power is external validation. So this is when someone tells you you did a great job and you're like, oh, well, thank you so much. Yes, I did do a great job. Or you're like, oh, I didn't know I did a great job, but I'm so glad they said so. I kind of thought I didn't do a great job. So regardless of how you receive that information or receive that validation, I want you to practice with external validation, seeing yourself through others' eyes. Power can come, especially when you are struggling to see yourself in a positive light. Power can come from seeing yourself through others' eyes. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly, Vinny was having a toe-skin irritation issue, and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him, and it was getting kind of like icky, and you know, like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse. And so Active Skin Repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately. And I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 
500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up, and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where, as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever, and your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you, and you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. So there are days when I'm like, I don't know if I can pull it together and I need to go record a podcast episode, and I will sit down and I will read my reviews in Apple Podcasts. Thank you all who have left me some 700 reviews because that gives me power. And I read some of those reviews and I'm like, okay, now I remember the mission. I remember the power of my voice, the power of my words, the power of my coaching. Let's go. So while I don't want you to operate from a place of power only based on external validation, because I want a decent amount of that coming from you internally on those days where you're lacking it internally, because we all have those days, look to the external validation. Who thinks that you are a super badass? Is it your partner? Is it your kids? Is it your mother? Is it your sister? Is it your best friend? Who thinks that you are the most amazing person in the world? What are the words that they would use to describe you? And if you don't know, then you reach out and you ask them and you say, hey, send me three words that identify my strengths. And all of a sudden you're gonna be like, yes, those are the three. That's what I want to see today. That's how I want to feel today. That's who I want to be today. So that external validation can go a really, really long way on those days where you're really struggling. Don't be afraid to invite that external validation in. Okay, so that's power. The three steps in power is identifying what you've endured in the past as evidence of what you're capable of in the future, nourishing yourself as an affirmation of self-worth and external validation and seeing yourself through other people's eyes. Last, we have connection. Connection comes from a conscientious investment. So what is the conscientious investment that you will make to connect in a meaningful way? Meaningful connections require vulnerability and a conscientious investment of your heart, your time, and your energy. Connections do not just happen. So if you are feeling lonely and isolated right now, it's because there have not been a lot of ways for us to subconsciously connect. We have to be very intentional about it in the world that we're living in right now. So if you're not making conscientious investments in connections, you're probably feeling a really significant lack of connection in your life. And many, many, many of us are feeling that right now. It is incredibly easy to stay complacent in relationships right now, let relationships just fall to the wayside, not prioritize current relationships, and definitely 
not make new relationships, right? It's really easy to stay in all those places. So what are you going to do to make meaningful connections? It will require a conscientious investment on your part. I understand that is uncomfortable. It is also the thing that will give you life. (laughs) So number one for this, the first thing you're going to do is conscientiously invest in your relationships. So that means you are going to tell people like, hey, I miss you. I want to talk to you. You're going to make plans. You're going to get things on the calendar. One of my most impactful ways to go about this is to put something on a calendar on an ongoing basis and just let it live there. So for example, I talk with my mom every Sunday at five o'clock, like literally five o'clock on the dot, I call my mom. That is a conscientious investment in that relationship. And it is set up in a way where it is non-negotiable. So it just happens. So I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking, where am I going to fit it in? She's not wondering when Sarah going to have time for me. It just happens. That's a conscientious investment that we both make with our hearts, our time, and our energy. And we both love those calls. Another one is that I have a walk with one of my friends. So we used to go to dinner once a month. Now we go on a socially distanced mask wearing walk. And sometimes we take our dogs, which is total chaos. (laughs) Other times we don't. But we go on a walk once a month and we get all caught up. So that again is a conscientious investment. And that walk is always so great because I get to catch up with someone who's known me since I was in the second grade. (laughs) And that's really, really fun. It also allows me to show up. And let's be honest, right now with our friends who we've known forever, we're just showing up inventing. We're like, oh my gosh, this is the thing that's driving me crazy right now in quarantine, right? (laughs) So where do you make conscientious investments in relationships that are non-negotiable? They just happen automatically. They're just on the calendar ongoing. And then where are you making those conscientious investments in relationships that are maybe more sporadic? So for example, maybe you're doing a Zoom happy hour with high school friends, which I'm doing next weekend. So maybe you're doing a Zoom happy hour with someone. Maybe you're setting something up. Maybe you're reaching out to family or a group of people and saying like, hey, we haven't connected in a while. Like, let's all get on Zoom on Sunday at three o'clock and with tea or drinks or whatever and just connect and hang out. Or maybe we're going to go for a walk or maybe we're going to meet in a park or like whatever the thing is. So where are you making investments that way with people that you already know, okay? The second piece of connection is connecting with people who are doing great things who you don't currently have a connection to. This one's a little scarier. Let me tell you, though, about Laura. So when I see someone doing something really great, I decide that I want to be in their circle and I want them to be in my circle. And then I find weird stalkerish ways to make it happen. So I, my friend, Laura Cathcart Robbins, she started her podcast, The Only One in the Room. I did not know her at all at the time. I found her through someone else and who was on her show. And I just immediately was obsessed with the entire concept of her show. And every interview she did and does is beautiful and so touching and so well done. And so I decided that I wanted to be in Laura's world. So I invited her to come on my show. It went great. And in that conversation of her being on my show, she said, hey, if you're ever in LA and you want to be on my show, let me know because we do all of our tapings live. So just let me know if you're ever in LA. And I was like, okay, next time I'm in LA, I'll let you know. In the back of my mind, I was like, I'm just going to buy a ticket to LA and go to LA and record her show. Like, I'm not going to wait till I have a reason to be LA. And for me from Seattle, it's like a $200 ticket. I can go in one day, come home the same day. It's not that big of a deal. It was very well worth $200 to me to go meet with Laura in person, be on her show and be able to connect with her in that in-person way. This was before COVID. So I went down to California to LA. We met up at her fancy little recording studio. It was super fun. We recorded. We went to lunch with her partner, Scott. It was so awesome. And that was the beginning of a beautiful friendship. From there, Laura and I have had the opportunity to 
collaborate and share so many resources. We have now gotten to present at events two times in the last two weeks at the same event, which has been so cool. We're just huge admirers of each other's work. And we have this really beautiful relationship and deep adoration for each other that came because I decided to make a conscientious investment in someone who I admired and someone who was doing great things. So where can you be connecting with people who are doing great things and bring them into your inner circle and invite yourself into their inner circle? That's what it takes. It takes that vulnerability of inviting people in and inviting yourself into their circle as well. And then number three, the third way to make connection and to restore connection is to seek out communities where you can shine and grow. So seek out people who are doing things that you want to do. For me, this is ski class. This is my writing class. For my members, this is joining Momentum Mamas. Shout out to all our new members that just joined. For many of you, this has been two years ago coming to Shameless MomCon in Seattle. Last year, coming to Shameless MomCon when it was virtual. We're doing Shameless MomCon again, virtually. Shameless MomCon Collective 2021 is coming up. So if you are like, wait, what's this Shameless MomCon thing? We're going to be doing another version of the four-week Shameless MomCon Collective this spring. So if you want information on that, we don't have anything released yet, but I did confirm five speakers this week who are amazing. They're literally my top five people on my list and they all said yes. So it's going to be phenomenal. If you don't get my emails, you want to go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter to get my emails so that you can get all the information for Shameless MomCon Collective 2021 when it comes out. So just go to again, shamelessmom.com slash newsletter you'll get that information. So where are you seeking out communities where you can grow and shine? Where are you seeking out communities with people who have common interests and want to grow in similar ways, even if that's really scary and vulnerable? You all know I'm scared every time I go to ski class. And everyone else in my ski class is like (laughs) way less scared than me. And every week I'm so grateful that they're so nice to me because I am definitely the scaredy cat of the class and they hold space for me and my anxiety. And it's really, really great. And I'm so grateful. And I've gotten to make some really cool friends in there. And I've become friends with the teacher because he needs to take a lot of care of me. And it's been really great. Same thing with my writing class. Doing my writing class over the last four or five months, that has been another place to show up and be so nervous and uncomfortable with people who are writers and decide that I am also a writer and to be able to create things on paper And as a result of that, I've had the opportunity to show up at two storytelling events that my teacher has run and share stories. And those stories have been amazing. And you know what I'm doing now? I'm pitching those stories to major publications to get them published. This is a really, really big deal. And this started just from seeking out communities where I could shine and grow. Really, really honoring like, hey, I'm nervous. I want to learn how to do this thing. And I'm going to show up here and let everyone know that I'm nervous and new and see what happens. So that's what how I've been doing that. And that's also how people have come into my community, coming into Momentum Mamas or into Tenacious Mamas or coming to Shameless MomCon Collective. People show up and they're like, hey, I'm kind of nervous about being here. I'm not sure how I'm going to fit in, but I'm committed to my growth and I want to be part of this. So that is connection. Connection comes from a conscientious investment. The three pieces of that are, are a conscientious investment in relationships. It's connecting with people who are doing great things and getting them in your inner circle and inviting yourself into their inner circle. And it's from seeking out communities where you can shine and grow. So I hope you learned something. I hope you're feeling a sense of hope, power, and connection where you can move forward and take action. Remember, you always get to choose. You always get to choose how you show up and you get to choose how you will take that vote on who you are becoming.
Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free.